Welcome to Straight To It, CES Oxford's podcast for job seekers, employers, newcomers, and youth, where we show you different ways to embrace possibilities within Oxford County's workforce. My name's Nigel. I'm part of the CES team, and I'll be your host for today's episode, What It Means to Have an Employment Counselor. I'm joined today by Karen and Marie. So having an employment counselor really goes deeper than just a traditional across-the-desk interaction. It's about empowerment and clarity for the client, and we're going to talk about that today. But first, I want to get a little background from Karen and Marie. Marie, just tell us a little bit about how you got into employment and why you got into employment. Yeah, so my story started out as a job searcher, actually, Nigel. Um, I had graduated from post-secondary education. I knew I wanted to work with youth. Um, But having moved back to the Oxford County area, I didn't really know where to start. So I went and visited our local employment office, met with a fellow there who said, you need to go down to Oxford Youth Employment Services. They work with youth, think it might be a good match. So I did that. I I, um, completed a cold contact there, met with um, the hiring manager at the time. I ended up getting an interview, and the rest is history. Um, Oxford Youth Employment Services is now Community Employment Services, and I love um, my job. I love supporting youth, adults, um, workshop facilitation. I love counseling, uh, training. I love helping people to explore their options and to set out some goals to get them from where they are now to where they want to be. Thanks so much, Marie. And I have to say, I keep doing a double take because in in studio here, unfortunately, we don't have a camera, but I, I keep feeling like I'm sitting beside Meryl Streep because you look so much like Meryl. And, and I've heard, Karen, you've got that before. Karen, tell us a little bit about how you got into employment. Yes, thank you, Nigel. I have had that before. And thank you for having me here today. Uh, yeah, my uh, road to CES is slightly different than Marie's. Um, I was working in another organization in town where we assisted people with different challenges to uh, find and keep their employment. And an opportunity at CES came up, and I felt that was a good fit for me to come and really expand on my skills and have an opportunity to make a difference in a larger number of people's lives. Um, and I'm really happy to be here today to talk about what it does mean to have an employment counselor. Thanks, Karen. And that's kind of why I I wanted to just get a little background, um, just so our audience knows a little bit about, um, you know, when they come in here, um, you know, who they're talking to, and they understand, um, you know, uh, employment counselors as yourselves have been in similar situations as clients. And Marie, it kind of sounded like when you didn't really know, you were, you know, you just started cold calling, networking, um, you know, maybe you were a little nervous, um, you know, tell us a little bit about like how we can help, um, you know, clients. Absolutely. Well, I, I know how it feels to be in that situation, to not know where to go, um, knowing maybe what I want to do, but not knowing how to get there. Um, feeling lost, nervous, scared, all of those emotions. Um, so having an employment counselor, we're, what, what it's important for people to know is we're your cheerleaders. We're on your side. Um, we can be a soundboard for you to throw your ideas at us. And then we can work together as a team to try to create a plan and set some goals to help you to move forward. Um, we're objective. Um, we see help, can help you to see the options that are available. And um, 
really that's what employment counseling is all about helping you to decide okay is it a career change that I'm looking at is it a quick route to employment I'm looking at what are all the different steps that can help me to get there so kind of providing hope you know identifying skills I hear like you were talking about strengths kind of we're empowering clients is yeah. what I'm hearing everybody kind of say right yeah I, I had a lady in last week actually and she told me how nervous she was to come into our office and come through the front doors and um, she left feeling so much better so much more hopeful I said you have made the best decision you could have made this week because I am here for you and not just me but my entire team you know we all have different roles here and uh, we're really going to be able to get you where you want to go. And, and it's interesting because sometimes you won't know when a client comes in, they, they seem like they're okay, but then it's after maybe meeting with them two or three times that you, that it comes out, Karen, like you're saying, you know, she told you, uh, you know, afterwards, like she was a little bit nervous to come in and she was unsure. So yeah, it sounds like it's a good place to come in. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, um, the piece too, that people don't realize what, like, we're really going to get to know you, um, and, and help you put together a plan and walk you through the steps of, you know, whatever it is, marketing yourself, um, increasing your skills. So when you're saying like when they would come in, um, and, and you're meeting with clients, how often should they come in? Um, like, it, it, you know, if I was a client and I was coming in, would I be coming in like once every two months? Like what would, uh, what would I guess the, the follow-up be on my end as a client? So ideally, I think what we want to do is we want to get to know you so that we're able to help you, um, to determine next steps. So ideally we'd like to be meeting with you, you know, on a weekly basis, maybe every week and a half, something like that. Um, and we'll be putting together a plan to help you to realize, okay, well, what are my strengths? Who, who am I as a person? If, if I know what my strengths are, my uh, interests, my personality strengths, my values, then that can help us to decide what the next steps are. And it's hard to do that when you're only meeting once every couple of months. So we really need to work together, um, on, like I said, like on a weekly basis. Um, and then we can get you into some workshops, some training that can help you to realize who you are as a person and help you to decide what the next steps might be. Is it employment? Is it career um, change? Is it exploring training options so I can move up within the positions that I've had in the past? There's so many options. Um, and we want to work together with you to determine what those are. So I kind of heard you say again, um, like you were saying, getting to know the client and then determining how to move forward. Is that kind of considered maybe like an action plan? And then also within that, um, you know, you were talking about strengths and, um, you know, and, a, and if a client isn't sure what strengths they have, how would you go about figuring out what strengths they have? So we offer a whole variety of assessments here at Community Employment Services, um, assessments to help you determine what are your interest areas, um, what are your personality strengths, um, what what are your values, what are those things that are important to you, that whatever direction you move in, we want to make sure your values are taken into consideration because otherwise you're going to move into a job that you're not going to be happy with. And nobody wants that, right? And so again, uh, if I was a client, you know, and I came in and like I felt I had a barrier towards employment and say, for example, I had a criminal record, would I be able to talk to you? You know, would there be confidentiality or would you have to tell an employer that I had a criminal record? Um, no, absolutely not. 
if we can support you to work through that criminal record, perhaps providing um, a, p- a police check, um, maybe helping you through the pardon process. That's what we want to do. We want to help you to increase your chances to secure employment. Um, any information you disclose to us is confidential, so we do not share that information with an employer um, at your request. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I just. I wasn't sure because uh, sometimes. Um, you'll find clients might be a little reluctant when they're coming in to tell mm-hmm. you things because just in fear of like, well, what are they going to do with this information? Yeah. Like, is it, are they going to tell an employer? Like, is this going to limit my chance of yeah, you know, absolutely. Or anything like that? And and that is a common um, common feeling I think for people. Um, but we encourage people to be as honest and open with us as possible because if we don't have that kind of information. It, it, it makes it more challenging us for us to help you. Um, but please know it is all confidential. It, it, it does not get it shared with a potential employer in any way, shape, or form. So CES is just like an, another support that, again, somebody in our corner, right? Yeah. Yeah, just another backup for job searching and um, providing emotional support as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you said you can act as a sounding board. We are your cheerleader. We are on your side. We're here to work together as a team with you. Um, to help you to explore options, to help you to get to where you want to be. We, we are a team. And we are your fresh set of eyes. I mean, I've had people come in and said, I have applied to so many jobs in the last three months, but they haven't really looked beyond, you know, applying online and just sending out 100 resumes. Well, why, why, why is, uh, why are you not standing out? Is it the marketing tools that you're using? Do we need to um, improve on those a little bit? Or are you lacking the skills? But it's good to have a, a, a fresh set of eyes t- to look at your overall situation and come up with um, some strategies to get you through that. And even when you say a fresh set of eyes, my mind, like I'm just thinking like, you know, um, sometimes when you're invested in something so much, like for, for me, if I had a resume and, you know, I've done the resume on my own and I think it's perfect and everything's good, um, you know, I'm, I'm applying to all these jobs and I'm not getting anything back. I wouldn't, I might not even see something on my resume that I'm, you know, I might be missing. So Karen, again, like it just sounds like you're saying when you come here, it's a fresh set of eyes, you know, you can go over, um, what are you doing? What's not working? What do you feel is working? Yeah. You know, and I can objectively look at the information on that resume. Maybe you've repeated yourself, you know, in different areas. Uh, Maybe we haven't added enough accomplishments. Like um, it's sometimes easier when you're not connected to the information entirely to decide what needs to go on, what needs to stay, and how do we enhance that. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. Sometimes I've seen resumes where some of the key skills for the types of work that people are applying for are hidden on the bottom of the second page and the employer might not even see it. So just having that set of eyes, like Karen mentioned, can just help you. We might say, you know what, those top three skills are the skills employers are looking for for that type of work. Let's get them on the top one third of the first page of your resume so that employer sees it and you get scanned into um, the yes pile or the electronic less, <laughs> the yes pile now. <laughs> well, and then I remember um, some jobs aren't posted. Yeah, I think it's it's common when I see people that they are just using the electronic uh, job boards and they're just applying through those automatically by clicking the button. But it is still true that many, many jobs are not advertised. They're not on those uh, job boards. So we will... Uh, teach you how to utilize the other strategies um, 
you know, the networking, the cold calling, the referrals, you know, if you have someone that's working in a company, um, maybe they, a, a resume can be sent in through that. Employers don't always have to advertise, um, you know, and that's what we call the hidden job market. Mm-hmm. Um, if resumes come in in any of those other ways, they don't have to put an ad up. They'll just go to their drawer and, and pull people up. Maybe your resume showed up on their desk the exact week someone has just left. Well, I'm going to call Marie. Mm-hmm. Uh, her resume looks great. I don't have to take the time to put it on a job board. So we really do want to help people increase their strategies in how they're approaching employers because there is more than just one way. Mm-hmm. Many jobs are in the hidden job market. Yeah, absolutely. And if something came out, if a client was in and they knew, you know, whatever the barrier was towards their employment, um, would it be beneficial for them to tell you? We actually have a team here at Community Employment Services, our employment services team, and and their role here is really staying in connection with local employers, finding out what those employers' needs are, and um, and, and sort of helping our clients to connect in with those employers. So we advocate for clients, um, and and. So we will talk with our employer services team. They have connections with those employers. And sometimes we can get that match between the, the, the client and the employer quite quickly, um, depending upon what's going on for that employer at that moment in time and what's going on for that client at that moment in time. You know, and I tell clients too that the benefit of coming in and, and registering with us and working with myself is I'm going to have a chance to really get to know you. So if I can go to that team, my employer services team, and they uh, can get your resume to a potential employer, I can put in a good word. I can say this person has all of these skills or they'd really be a great hire. Uh, encourage this employer to interview this person at least. So, you know, you do have someone else to, to speak on your behalf to get you at least into an interview. Yep. And we've had so many success stories of individuals who who accessed that and um, ended up getting in to work for an employer that they'd been trying to get into numerous times. They'd applied six or eight times. Mm -hmm. Nothing was happening. And then they they got connected to that employer through our job developers. And all of a sudden they have an interview. Um, We can't. We can't say 100% you're going to get that job, right? You still right, have right. to yeah. you still have yeah. to do right. the work and it's still up to the employer to make that decision, but we can we can support you the best way we can to get connected to that employer. Right. And that's where we're going to prepare you really well for your interview. We have yep. a lot of great tools around that too, so that's right. we'll help you get that job. Yeah. Are there any workshops on that note like yeah. preparing for interviews and Yeah, really we have a large number of webinars even recorded um things that really is a commitment of 30 minutes. You can listen to them on your phone, your tablet, your computer. So they're quite user-friendly. And we are uh, bringing back some of our in-person workshops where you're going to have a chance to not only learn the skills, but practice them. For instance, an interview uh, prep and practice day. Um, you know, we offer mock interviews too. That's another, if you're really super nervous about an interview, please come in and we'll schedule you with one of the other uh, counselors and we'll walk through that, give you some feedback. What are you doing well? Where could you add a little more information? It does take the nerves away from a real interview. I think people, even when they come for the mock interview, they're super nervous. And uh, when they leave, they're like, oh my gosh, that was so much better than I thought it was going to be. And, you know, I think it lifts their confidence and we've given them real, uh, real feedback on ways to enhance their answers. Yeah. 
Yep. So many successful stories with the mock interviews. And so many times we'd have a group 10, 12 people. And at the beginning of the two-week training program, um, many of them would say, yeah, I'm not doing a mock interview. Mock interviews happened on the second last day of the program. And um, people would see other people in the group getting success. So they'd say, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. They go in for the mock interview. They come back on cloud nine because they learned you were doing this, this, and this great. The only thing we just had this little tweak, that's it. And, but everything else you're doing is great. So then people would leave with that information and know how to present themselves as effectively as possible in that interview. And, and if they were coming for a mock interview, some clients might not have access to money for clothing, you know, supports like that. So when you're working with us here at Community Employment Services, um, we would assess your eligibility for different pockets of funding. And it, if as you're working for us, it, there's the potential that there could be a funding available to purchase clothing. We also have a um, closet full of freshly laundered interview and workplace clothing that you're, you're, you and your employment counselor can go back and choose a great outfit for you to wear. Um, I love that day because everybody walks out feeling good about themselves, having a new interview outfit, and just being able to present their best self possible during that interview can make a world of difference. So there's a lot of support here. You I like to clients. think so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's because you work here, right? That's right. <laughs> there are so many more supports than people even realize. They yes. think we're the resume stop, you know, um, the cover letter. Um, but there's so much more we do here. Uh, whatever your need is, we'll help you figure it out. We'll get you connected. We'll get you what you need. We'll help you know, get your foot in the door with an employer, help with training. Training is actually a good one. So if somebody came in, is there anything for training that would be offered? Yes. And I'm I, jumping at the microphone because I'm excited about this. <laughs> this is one part of my job that I absolutely love because, you know, you take people back to all the possibilities. You take a step out of your situation. And like Marie said, you really get to know yourself and where are you going to um, find the most satisfaction in your job and, and stay in something as long as you want to be in it. So definitely career exploration is one of the things that we do here, again, through assessments, through researching your um, your ideas. We help you break it down into doing some context to potential employers or people that work in that field. We call them informational interviews where you're just reaching out to someone um, and asking them about their job. And over the years, most people, they love to talk about what they do, right? They want to to help someone that might be entering their field. And we want uh, you, um, when you do these informational interviews, to find out about it, training required and wages and hours and all of that. So those can be so valuable. We walk you through researching different schools and programs. And of course, part of that is the financial piece, right? Um, whether you can afford to pay your tuition and, and go down that road, that's it's great. If you need financial support with that, we're going to help you. You may qualify for um, a program called Better Jobs Ontario. Maybe it is uh, OSAP. Maybe that's the option. Uh, you know, we try and look at what it is that you want to do, how are you going to get there, and what resources are out there available to help you do that. Um, so we'll help you figure all that out. 
Karen. It's exciting. Copious amounts of knowledge from this one over here. Um, I know. I almost, yeah, I'm like, this is so exciting. And it sounds like there's so much you could get into too, right? Like within Better Jobs Ontario as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot. um, There's a lot of support around making the decision because that's really the important piece, right? If, if it doesn't work out, you can't come back to me in six months and say, I made the wrong decision. So we help you with that, all of that information gathering. I, I'm going to help you, you know, throw your ideas out, pros and cons. I'm going to help you make the decision, uh, look at all the angles and uh, get connected with school programs and how you apply and who you talk to and what does a placement look like and what do I, what are my pre-placement requirements? And, you know, there's a lot, um, but I'm your person. I'm going to help you through all that. <laughs> and speaking of a lot, there was one thing that I just kind of pulled out of all of that because that was a lot. Um, informational interviews. Was that, now I might have missed that. You might have gone over this, but um, what is informational interviews? So an informational interview is when you um, speak with somebody who's in the industry that you're considering. And they can be very informal interviews where, you know, it could be my next door neighbor's an electrician. I'm exploring becoming an electrician. So I go over, you know, one night, sit out in the backyard and ask them a few questions about it. Or it can be a form, very formal process where I approach an employer, maybe um, an electrical company, and I ask to speak to an electrician there and I get some very formal um, targeted sort of answers to some questions. Informational interviews are so empowering. They allow you to build networks. They allow you to, to connect with real people. But most, first and foremost, they allow you to learn about an industry that's of interest to you and figure out whether that's something you want to do. Oftentimes, informational interviews are used for career decision making, but they can also be used for somebody who's looking for employment as well. So double whammy, you get the best of both worlds by conducting information gathering interviews. Speaking of double whammies, you talked a little bit about building networks. Would either of you be able to talk a little bit about community supports? You know, we've talked a lot today about um, your employment and training journey, but we know that so many people have things going on in their lives that may impact employment. Just recognizing what other supports are available in the community that might help you with with some of those challenges. So we have connections in the community with different support organizations um, that we can make referrals with your permission, with your support, that could help you through some of those challenges. Something like childcare, um, something like housing. Yeah, transport. You know, transportation and childcare yes. are probably one of the the largest needs that come up. But yeah, and really any any service, uh, any support in the community. If you're not sure how to access it, we can help make that connection yeah. and make sure you're set up and supported. Um, it will lead to your success. And we want that foundation to be good and strong so that employment comes along. Um, when employment comes along, you're feeling solid and you're feeling like you're able to handle and maintain that employment. So if all of those foundation supports are in place, then your, the, your chances of success are going to be so much higher. So that's all part of what we do yep. here at Community Employment Services as well. That's so much. It sounds like there's so much support, even things you wouldn't even think of, like just to come in. Is, is there other supports that we offer? Um, you talked a little bit about um, filling out paperwork. 
don't yeah, know. absolutely. So when many times when people are starting a new job, there's paperwork that needs to be completed. And, and that can be overwhelming. Um, an employer can be emailing you information, you might not have access to the technology to reply back. Um, so we can we can support you to complete all that paperwork that's needed things like online training, you might need to do online women's training, and you don't have access to a computer to do that. We can get you set up on our computers at CES help you to get that online women's training or whatever other training it, it could be. Um, check mark that off your list of things to do. Um, it could be something as simple as pay stub interpretation. That's not as easy or it's not a, not the same as it used to you be. You know what? Even when I look at my pay stubs, sometimes like there's just, there's deductions and then sometimes there's even like the RRSP, like you're paying in and add-ons and it's like, yeah. what, what's... Yeah, the year to date versus the yeah, uh, the two-week yeah. time period. So, I know. Yep. Even myself, there's I a get lot confused. To interpret. Yep, yep. We're here. We're a second set of eyes for you to help, help you to understand it in the best way that we can. You know, and sometimes people will need to meet with a perspective employer on Zoom and they don't have a webcam and, yeah. you know, the computer they have at home. Uh, you know, I've set people up on our own um, computers here, find a find a quiet room so that you can meet with uh, a potential employer in an interview or an onboarding, even uh, if you need to sign a contract with Better Jobs Ontario uh, and you don't have that technology at home. That's yeah. perfect. So they don't even, they don't have to have like a laptop. They can just come yeah. right in here and yeah. mm-hmm. we'll go Absolutely. Yeah. You can have privacy in that? Like it's not yeah. just oh. in a resource area or anything oh, like no. that? No. No. We do our best um, to create an, a space that you feel comfortable in and that to well honor confidentiality as well. Yeah. Those are probably a lot of the things that people think of first when they think of coming to CES. Um, oh, I need photocopies of my resume. I need a resume typed up. Uh, I've never done a cover letter. I need a cover letter. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those are probably the things that pe- bring people in the door. And then we really open them up to all the other possibilities that, that we have here, all the supports, um, all the things we help. Emot- emotional support, right? The advocacy, right? Yep. The empowerment. Yep. Somebody kind of just in your corner, yes. the sounding board, Maria. It's yes, sad, right? absolutely. The hope, you know, I hope that people leave with hope. Mm-hmm. I am I am here for you. I'm going to support you through this whole thing. You're not alone. Uh, job searching, you know, is a lot of work and it can get discouraging. So if you have someone that can keep you motivated and uh, keep you hopeful, that that's worth a lot. Before we wrap up, one question that I did have, all of this, is there a fee? I don't think we talked about that. That is a good question, Nigel. We didn't touch on that. No, our services are free. Um, it's fantastic. And you, you know, we have offices, uh, Woodstock and Ingersoll and Norwich and Princeton, Plattsville and Tavistock. So if you're in any of those areas in Oxford County, you definitely want to connect with our office by, um, calling the main line or emailing in, and we will get you an appointment to register and, uh, get connected to one of us wonderful counselors, uh, (laughs) that are here at the table today. And we'll do an assessment and help you get where you need to go. Well, thank you so much, Karen and Marie, for uh, joining us on our uh, Straight To It podcast. Again, to get in touch with us, please call 519-539-8161 or visiting our website and filling out the Contact Us form at cesoxford.ca. I'm Nigel, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to Straight To It. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're listening on now. You can connect with Community Employment Services by phoning us at 519-539-8161 or visiting our website, www.cesoxford.ca. 519-539-8161.
Follow us on Instagram at CES underscore Oxford and on Facebook at Oxford CES for episode and workforce updates. While you're waiting for another episode upload, check out www.workinoxford.ca, Oxford County's local and secure job board, updated daily. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time on Straight to It.